This is a GRDC podcast. Sclerotinia stem rot costs western and southern canola growers around $59 million in crop losses annually. And while Australia doesn't currently have any resistant canola varieties, steps are being taken to resolve this and give growers better disease control. Hello, I'm Tony Crowley. And in today's podcast, we're joined by Dr Lars Komphaus from the Centre for Crop and Disease Management. Through GRDC Investment, Lars is leading new research to better understand this unpredictable fungal disease and develop resistant canola varieties for the Australian environment. Melissa Williams caught up with Lars at the CCDM Research Centre in Perth, Western Australia, where canola and pulse resistance trials are underway. Sclerotinia is, is caused by what we call a, a necrotrophic fungal pathogen, Sclerotinia sclerotiorum. And basically what that fungus needs to do is, is kill the plant and then consume it's that, that tissue. So sclerotinia um, in an Australian context over, um, over summers uh, in, in the paddock in the form of these little um, hard structures that we call sclerotia. They look a bit like mouse droppings. And then when the conditions are favorable, um, they start to produce these little mushroom structures that we call apothecia. And they contain lots of spores that are wind dispersed and they will land into the canopy of a canola crop and it's where they infect the canola petals which then drop into the canopy where they can infect the leaves, the petals and eventually also the stem. And it's in the stem where you get these characteristic lesions, uh, brown greyish uh, lesions that give that the rise to the name of the, of the, the disease sclerotinia stem rot. And what happens then is the stem lodges and falls over and that's where the yield loss uh, occurs. We've also heard some stories from growers where they get disease much earlier on in the season and that's caused by direct germination from these uh, resting structures where it's not producing a, uh, a mushroom that releases the spores but it starts attacking the base of the plant uh, directly and that's what we call basal infection so that's a lot more rare uh, but there's been reports over the last two years in particular that this has been observed in uh, canola and to a lesser degree also in lupins. What sort of production losses can it cause? It's highly uh, dependent on, on the environment. So when the crop starts to flower and is at 30 to 50% bloom and you get rainfall events that create high in canopy humidity, that's when you're guaranteed to pretty much get uh, sclerotinia, provided that uh, there is a sclerotia bank uh, in, in, your, in your paddock. Um, and so timing of applying fungicides is key in that, in, that, uh, in that sense. If you don't apply the fungicides at the appropriate time, um, you will still get yield losses. And they, they vary depending on the, uh, the incidence and severity of sclerotinia in your, in your paddock. So what we're hoping to, uh, to get to is uh, varieties uh, in, in the first instance in the work that we've been focusing on is in, in canola, but we're keen to expand it into the pulses as well to try and see if we can reduce the buildup of sclerotia in, in the stems. So if we can uh, reduce that, we reduce the sclerotia banking in the paddocks, which will then minimize um, 
the disease spread and pressure in, in subsequent years. And so what we've done in the center is, is screen genetically diverse set of uh, Brassicanipus, which is the Latin name for, for canola uh, lines. And in that material we've identified a range uh, of different responses to the disease, uh, including some um, lines that have what we call partial resistance. So they will still form a lesion on the stem but that lesion doesn't spread anywhere near as fast as in all current uh, Australian varieties and the tissue of that necrotic lesion is hard rather than soft so most of the times what you see in commercial varieties is, is that these lesions they spread across the main stem and that causes that collapse whereas uh, in this partial resistance that we've identified, uh, the spread of that lesion is arrested and it, the, the tissue itself doesn't go soft. So um, that's an exciting step forward uh, in trying to uh, identify material that, that has some resistance and now we want to know how heritable that is. So in other words, is it easy to, to take that resistance that we've identified and introduce it into a breeding program? You have been able to find some areas of the world where there is some partial resistance in canola lines and other pulses. Um, how are you going to put it to use in the research here? What we've been able to do in the centre is sequence the complete genome. So we've decoded the genome of the pathogen. So we know every gene that it has in its arsenal. And what we could then do is resequence isolates from America, Canada, Europe and Western Australia and compare those isolates. And what we found was that the isolates in the Northern Hemisphere, so America, Canada and Europe, were vastly different from those in Western Australia. And so that begged the question, is that resistant material that was identified in Canada against Canadian isolates and American isolates also resistant to our Western Australian isolates. And so we obtained that material from our colleagues in Canada and assayed it with nine different um, Western Australian isolates and showed that that material, so four lines in particular, also showed good resistance to uh, Australian isolates. So we now have all up eight different lines that we've identified that show some promising levels of resistance uh, to the stem infection uh, that we're keen to uh, dissect further to see how resistance um, is operating uh, and how it is inherited. So how hard is it to get that resistance introduced into modern Australian varieties? So I guess this is the million dollar question that researchers are always asked, but how soon could we be likely to see some resistance uh, in varieties out in the paddock? Yeah, well, that's uh, that's highly dependent on how quick we can take it up into a t into a breeding program. So with canola, depending on how many genes control this resistance phenotype, it might be a really quick and easy, or a much more challenging route. So at this point in time, it's really hard to put um, put it into perspective. But there's some new uh, approaches um, that uh, researchers have developed to even take up these more what we call polygenic. Uh, traits like resistance to sclerotinia that's controlled by many different genes and that's an approach called genomic selection so we're really excited about trying to develop this as an approach to quickly take up this partial stem resistance 
into uh, modern varieties. And once you've got it in a variety, it's still got to go through the, the NVT trials and so on and so forth. So, um, yeah, at the earliest, I would say maybe five to eight years away. But that's probably uh, yeah an optimistic uh, projection. Dr. Lars Komphaus from the Centre for Crop and Disease Management. I'm Tony Crowley, and you've been listening to a GRDC podcast.